This is my tribe. 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 tribe. What's up? Welcome to the Tribe Night Messages podcast. Tribe Night is for students who are curious about faith and eager to discover how a relationship with Jesus could change their lives, their schools, and the heartland. For more information, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at cstone.students or text tribe to 94000. Hope you enjoy the message. I feel like I haven't seen you guys in seven days. It's been seven days. And in seven days, a lot has happened. Like, Marion won another football game. I got to watch the Carterville boys freshman football team win 50 to zero this past week. That was really exciting. Yeah. Um, a nail biter. Um, and then this weekend, a lot of you, or some of you, high schoolers went to homecoming. Anyone have fun at homecoming this weekend? No. No. Man, homecoming. You didn't go. That is probably a good thing, because you probably would have been asked to leave. You're a little too old to go to homecoming there, Logan. Oh, that one's you. It's like, Logan, that's a little creepy. Um, So we're starting this new series talking about questions. Questions. I think we all have questions. And we're going to spend the next couple of weeks figuring out what questions we have and how they relate to how we live our lives as Christians. And today we're going to talk about entertainment, and the big thought we're going to wrestle with is, am I affected by entertainment? Specifically the entertainment that we consume via YouTube, or TV, or Netflix, or Hulu, or if you still have cable in your house, regular good old cable. But before I jump into this message, I have to tell you something. I like using the word roll tie. I don't think that's a surprise to anyone that's in the room. And I want you to know how this came about. So I lived in Tuscaloosa where the University of Alabama is for about six years. And everyone in Tuscaloosa says roll tie about Everything, literally everything. I was at the Carterville football game last week, like I said, and there was a guy wearing a hat with the Alabama A on it. I said roll tide, and he looked really confused because he was like, man, another Alabama fan is here. And it was like a five second delay, and he finally said, roll tide, we smiled, we parted ways. Let me tell you what really happened in that time. I said roll tide, he looked at me and said, this guy likes good football. All this was happening without being said. Good taste in football. I said that. You know it. And he said, roll tide. And so we had a whole conversation there. So six years of living there exposed me to saying roll tide to where I used to say it at everything. So before we continue, I want you to look at the screens so you get a glimpse of what I came from. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Roll Tide, y'all. 
You go to the grocery store, everyone says roll tide, you say roll tide back. You go to funerals and people say roll tide. You go to weddings and people say roll tide. And so living in Tuscaloosa, it's very hard to live there without picking up on saying roll tide. Which is something that will lead us to what we're talking about tonight. Because I believe that exposure over time to anyone and anything always has an effect on you. So exposure over time to anyone or anything always has an effect on you. And so while I was living there in Tuscaloosa, road type was just a way of life. It's just what we said. It's what we did. We would get up early and wait in long lines to go to football games to cheer. We would stay up to midnight and camp out in tents to get SEC bowl game tickets. It's just what you did. In football season, and basketball season, it was a little different because Alabama basketball sucks really bad. And so we just had football. Basketball, we were not good at all. So as we talk about this topic of entertainment, I want to ask you this question. Where do you spend most of your time? Where do you spend most of your time? I would be willing to bet that a good majority of you spend a lot of your time watching Netflix, or maybe you're watching YouTube videos, playing video games, listening to music, um, which there's nothing wrong with any of that. But like I said, exposure over time always takes effect on you. So the more time that you spend doing something, the more it begins to affect you. And so what you're probably thinking is I'm going to tell you not to listen to anything but Christian worship music. Or... Just watch Christian movies, and I'm here to tell you that Christian movies are some of the worst movies out there. Like the quality of the acting and the production. I'm not here to tell you to cancel your next Netflix subscription, and I'm not here to tell you to read your Bible for five hours before you're going to bed. Now that would be amazing, but I don't think that it's realistic. What I am saying is this. Most of the time, when we pick up a pattern or a habit or a phrase, it's without thinking about it. So when I was your age, there was a rock, well, I guess she was a rock star, a pop icon, let's call her that, that was out, and I was obsessed with her music. I could quote every single word of every single song. And I thought she was really cool because she was the only, one of the only artists that I knew that didn't have like, her name wasn't spelled with all letters. Um, so, who I'm talking about is Kesha. Um, yeah, if you cheered, you know where this is going. Kesha's not the most wholesome artist out there. I think we can all agree. But when I was your age, I was obsessed with Kesha. Or Ket, dollar sign, 
as we used to call her. Um, I was obsessed with her. I knew every word, I knew every song, but what began to happen is I began to look at my world through the words of Kesha. And if you know anything about Kesha, which she's grown up a little bit, now it's Kesha with an S. She got rid of the dollar sign, um, in case you were wondering. She still makes music. But what has happened in the world of Kesha, she believed in glitter, she believed in cussing a lot. Um, and talking about just random things that came into her mind. And so I picked up this persona of Kesha because that's what I listened to. I started not throwing glitter everywhere because that would be a little weird. But I started using language that probably wasn't the best language to use. I started looking at people a little differently than I probably should have looked at them. Because you see, what we consume can also consume us. So whether it's the songs and the, the lyrics and the songs that we listen to or the images on the screens that we watch, you're influenced by what, you're, what you consume. For example, I hate scary movies. Anyone in here like, you just love a good scary movie? I can't do it. Like, I, I can't. Now, I think there's a difference between a scary movie and a, a, a horror movie or a thriller or a suspenseful movie. I can watch a suspenseful movie. So, you can't watch suspense. You can't do either of them. What's the difference? So a scary movie, I feel like their whole goal is to scare you. Hence, scary movie. A suspenseful movie, I feel like they're taking you to that edge. And for some reason, they're just not like cutting and killing everyone. It's just like, oh, another person's dead. How did that happen? Whoa, 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 whoa. Um, so much so that scary movies scare me so much that I didn't know what the Stranger Things was before I started watching it. And then people started dying, and I started having nightmares. Like, that's how much scary movies affect me. And I think it's something different for each person. I don't think everyone in here has nightmares when they watch Stranger Things. Anyone else? Just me? No? You? Thank you. Thank you for telling the truth. Um, you shall be set free. <laughs> so, for me, Stranger Things... If I watched Stranger Things, I had to watch something else before I went to bed. Or I would dream of the Upside Down or whatever they call those things. The other thing, I used to watch The Walking Dead. Um, we lived in Texas for a little bit. Everyone in Texas watched The Walking Dead. Everyone. And I was like, I'm going to be cool. I'm going to watch The Walking Dead. So there I was watching The Walking Dead. And I didn't realize it was about zombies trying to kill people. Like. Five minutes into this episode, people's heads are getting chopped off and they're shooting each other and blood's going everywhere and I'm like, oh, it's one of those movies, or TV shows. I'm very sensitive and I would venture to say some of us in this room are very sensitive to what we put in our heads, whether you're listening to it or whether you see it. Um, we become what we consume. What we consume can consume us. What we see and what we're listening to, we want more of it. For example, Apple makes some of the best commercials in the world. But every time I see an Apple commercial, I think to myself, like when the new iPhone 11 came out, there's nothing wrong with my phone at all. But that commercial, that new phone played and it had three cameras and it was like, this phone can save the world. And I was like, Anyone else in the room like that? 
Let's take a quick poll. Y'all are a little tense. Any Android users in the room? Like, you're proud to be an Android user. Proud of it. All right? What about the iPhone lovers in the room? iPhone, you would never go back. All right? Anyone that doesn't have either one, anyone still rocking a Blackberry, a Nokia, a flip phone, a Razor? You know those are coming back. They're making a new Razor. It costs like $1,200 or something crazy like that. Right. Who would pay that much when you can buy an iPhone for that much, right? And so, we consume things. That's why Paul says to the church in Rome, it's so significant. And that's what we're going to talk about for a little bit tonight. So Romans chapter 12, verses 1 through 2 says this. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in the view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. We can go ahead and go to the next slide, please. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. You see, there's a pattern to this world. Things that are common to your world. Things everyone is doing without even thinking about it. How many of you guys in this room drive? Alright. So I think all of us can relate to this. We get so used to patterns that you can sometimes leave a place and drive all the way home without thinking, I need to turn left, I need to turn right. Has that ever happened to anyone? You're just driving and you blink in your home. You're like, wow. You see, culture has a way of creating patterns just like your brain does. Culture has patterns for how we treat people. Culture has patterns for how we treat people that we want to date. Culture has patterns for how we talk to people that we disagree with. Right now, a lot, I won't say your parents, someone's parents are on Facebook arguing about something that, that doesn't really matter. They're still arguing about things on Facebook. Culture has a way of how we talk to people, how we treat our own bodies. You see, if you and I aren't thinking about it, we'll pick up on the pattern that culture is putting out there for us. And that's what Paul is essentially telling us in Romans 12, 1 through 2. To not fall into the patterns of the world so we don't miss out what God has in store. So if we're not supposed to fall into the patterns of the world, you might be asking yourself, then what are we supposed to do? So Paul tells us to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Renewing is a word that we hear a lot today in the renovation world. How many of you are Chip and Joanna Gaines fans? Any Fixer Upper fans in here? Yeah. I love me some good shiplap. Shiplap. You gotta be careful when you say that word real fast with a microphone. I love good HGTV. Me and my wife were watching, anyone see where they bought the old Brady Bunch house and like redid it? Anyone? Just me? Awesome. Cool. Two people. Anyone know what the Brady Bunch is? Like, y'all know what that is? Okay. So they bought the old Brady Bunch house and they redid it, and they renewed this house. They essentially took something that was broken or something that was old or something that was destroyed and completely changed the way that it looked. In the same way that a house can be renovated, so can our minds. Or think about it like this. How many of you guys have ever seen the show Hoarders? Hoarders. Anyone ever seen the show Hoarders? 
Some of you are like, yeah, my grandma's house is like an episode of the show orders. Like, my grandma's house, literally, like, my mom moved out, and then her bedroom turned into like a storage closet, and then her brother moved out, and that bedroom turned into a storage closet, and my grandma said she knows where everything is. But it, she doesn't let us go into those rooms where we're at our house, and when you open the door, stuff just falls out. Like, you can't even walk into the rooms. So if you don't know what hoarders is, it's basically people that keep anything and everything because they think it's important or they have some emotional attachment to it. So if you've never seen hoarders before, I brought a couple pictures. So before and after shots of some hoarding situation. So like on the top there, on this far left one, you see just a staircase full of crap, essentially. There's a living room that you can't even walk through, and there's a kitchen that looks like it has some like dying plants and some half-drinking coffee. And the bottom picture is the after after they cleaned it up. And I brought one more photo as well. So that's someone's kitchen. Could you imagine living in something like that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you see, with quarters, what normally happens is they have to have people come in to professionally help them get rid of this stuff. They don't see this stuff as problems. They don't see the things that they're keeping inside of them as problems. They have to get someone to come in and help them get rid of it. You see, in the same way, we need to decide what we need to get rid of and what needs to stay. When it comes to the things that we consume, the music that we listen to, the things that we watch, you see, Paul isn't saying, go delete your Spotify account. Paul didn't tell us to go unsubscribe from Netflix. He didn't say, only listen and watch the things that have been pre-decided for you. Turn off your brain, just watch and listen and enjoy what you're told. Paul isn't telling us to think less. Paul is actually telling us to think more. So like we just discussed a few minutes ago, your brain is amazing at finding patterns. Like you're driving home, you get home, you don't know how you got there. Your brain learns patterns so that they don't have to, so it doesn't have to work as hard. You can't let your brain default to finding patterns and switching off. You have to renovate it. You have to evaluate your entertainment. So you might ask, how do we do that? And here are two simple steps that you can use to evaluate your entertainment. The first one is, ask questions. And the second one is, make changes. So every once in a while, you need to pause and ask yourself these questions. What are some things I know are okay to enjoy? What are some things that I know that are okay to enjoy? What are some things I know are bad for me? And what are some things I'm not sure about? You see, when I was in high school, listening to Kesha might have been okay to enjoy. It was good music. I'm into EDM and that kind of music scene every once in a while. Um, but it wasn't really edifying and building me up and making me think more about Jesus. So the TV shows that you're watching, the music that you're listening to, the YouTube channels that you're su subscribed to, 
They might not be good or bad, but the question that you have to ask yourself is, is it building you up? Or are you just falling into the pattern of the world? So I want to encourage every single one of you to every once in a while pay attention to the patterns in your life. I'm not saying go delete everything and don't watch certain things and don't listen to certain things. I want you to seek God's will in that for you. All I want you to do is evaluate your entertainment. Don't decide anything, just evaluate it. Because honestly, you owe it to yourself to at least think about the things that might have power over you. You owe it to yourself to at least think about the things that might have power over you. So what we're going to do is we're going to go back into a time of worship. And we're going to sing this song that I absolutely love. So the band, you guys can come on and head up. And the song says, you put a song in my heart and I can't stop singing. And I think it's a beautiful song because it tells us that God has placed a song inside of every single one of us. That even though we're taking in all of these things entertainment-wise, even though when I watch scary movies I can't sleep at night, that if we place our minds on the things of God, if we place our minds on the good things that are in the world, if we're watching positive things, one of my favorite things, I don't know, I guess he's not a kid anymore. One of my favorite YouTube channels used to be Kid President. Um, he used to crack me up. Like, I would have a bad day and I would go watch this little kid pretend he was the president and I would die laughing. Um, I don't think he's a kid anymore, so he might be teen president now. I don't really know what happens to a kid's presidency when you're not a kid. But, there are positive things on every platform that you use, whether it's Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok. You knew I was gonna say TikTok, did you? Me and TikTok have a love-hate relationship. It's like Jesus video, video that has three F words in it. Um, but what you have to do is you have to get good at keep to continue scrolling past the things that aren't building you up as a Christian. The things that are causing you to fall into the pattern of the world. Because remember, as Paul said, he wants us to renew our mind. To not be conformed by the pattern of this world, but be transformed. So if you all stand and bow your heads and close your eyes. God, I just thank you that week after week we get to come in here and we get to worship you. I thank you that you love us so much that you sent your only son, Jesus, to die on the cross for our sins. I pray that as we think about the things that we consume, that may consume us, that you'll just bring things to mind that we might need to get rid of. Not that we need to get rid of every single thing that we're listening to, but maybe we need to balance it a little better. Maybe instead of listening to Cash Show, we need to listen to a little Hillsong Worship. God, I pray as we get ready to go through this week that you would just give us the strength that only comes from you, that you'll make us bold and courageous, that you will help us ask the tough questions about ourselves, that you'll help us stop and evaluate the things that we're consuming. God, I pray as we get ready to sing this next song that you'll just let the words of the song 
burrow deep inside of us. Because there's a song inside of all of us that ultimately points back to you. Once we're in Christ. So as we get ready to worship, I just thank you for everything that you do for us and everything that you're going to do. And I pray all of these things.